is in the sun How's I supposed to get any riding done? Mm-hmm. While the tired horse is in the sun How'm I supposed to get any riding done? Welcome to Horse and Rider, a podcast with Susanna and Tina. This is episode number 14, that's not. 15. 15. And it's really a world premiere. Yes. This is the first <laughs> episode in English. Yes. And the first time we have a guest as well. Mm-hmm. But first, I'm Tina. I'm an instructor of, of uh, natural horsemanship and I teach courses and clinics and lessons. And you can find me at tinakolhama.se Yes, and I'm Susanna. Uh, I have a um, bachelor's degree in psychology and I uh, work as a coach also. Uh, I also host uh, writing lessons and um, and coach writers. And you find me at uh, mentalwriting.se Yes. And obviously the we understand that there will be a lot of, lot of new listeners because usually this this podcast is in Swedish, uh, but we also hope that we have all the Swedish listeners with us, of course. So you will all know that we start each session or each episode with with Susanna and I sharing what has been best mm-hmm. since we last met. Yes. <laughs> and in Swedish, that rhymes really nicely. Mm-hmm. And we say best and sist, but... I honestly couldn't find a nice way of <laughs> saying that in English because Best which was annoying. Would be like, uh, yeah, mm. really annoying because mm-hmm. usually the English people are so good at having <laughs> like catchphrases and everything. But I know. I guess we'll just have to deal yeah. with that. Yeah. Mm. So here's some some good stuff. We actually have some good stuff, don't we? Some juicy stuff about uh, the body. I think both of you and yes. you and me. So so we usually share one thing or insight uh, about ourselves, our personal development, and one about something uh, with our horses or horses we have met. Mm. So if we start uh, in in the space of ourselves, mm. uh, you want to go first, or should I? I can go first, sure. Uh, the What really, not necessarily completely since last, because we, we've met since this whole deal started, but for me, the, the biggest self-development thing is the realization and the really the message has been brought home to me that the beauty of having a body hmm. and being able to experience this life through and thanks to having a body yeah and um uh i in a w- in a sense i guess that the craniosacral course i did with steve haynes from the uk started that mm. He he had a beautiful story about how his wife <laughs> said my body's not a temple it's a playground Hmm. And I love that, and uh, so that was the first th- thing, and the, and then the second thing was, uh, some of you know that in the last episode I thanked Susanna for for giving me some nice questions to to sort of spark my my thinking on on where to go for the rest of the year, and um, where I went with with sort of what I my goals for the rest of the year is is that I want to feel strong in my body again uh present but but really physically being strong again after having been pregnant and giving birth and 
today I sit here and I have the most amazing uh, uh, trainingsverk. What's mm-hmm. that? Like uh, a muscle pain, muscle pain, soreness, pain, yeah, soreness, soreness from yes. from exercising. I'm, um, I I've scheduled. I go to yoga once a once a week, and I but I also do something that's called eFit. Mm-hmm. And, um, like high interval training, yeah, or? quite quite long intervals, both cardio and strength, okay. and and um, it's really fun. Like it's like one of the things we did uh, Thursday was was it was a lot of uh, legs, and <laughs> and the first half a minute of a ten minutes interval, I was like, oh my god, I, I have so much uh, acid in my legs. How <laughs> am I going to deal with this? Mm. But I did. And mm. it just makes me feel not just physically strong, but also mentally strong. And, and empowered. Empowered, which absolutely. Which is one of the words that we'll use later on. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously this clinic that we haven't even introduced yet. Yes. But we're sitting here, we're speaking in English because of the fact that we're at a clinic with uh, Nora Enquist, a uh, uh, clinic uh, about the sensitivity of the horse and the people and mm. a lot about body awareness. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, all these three things combined really just has sunk into me and it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful. Mm. I love the synchronicity in this because <laughs> my, my best uh, best since last is also in my body. Mm. Uh, I've uh, had uh, the joy to spend uh, quite some few days with Nora now. Uh, this is my fifth day in her presence uh, and... Once you are in her presence, she makes you do <laughs> a lot of body <laughs> awareness. And I say make you do because that's the way it usually feels. Like it, it's good, but it's also sometimes makes me a bit like restless or sometimes make me uh, be anywhere else in my mind than in my body. Mm. Uh, and also because I also love horses. I'm like, okay, so how long are we going to do this before we actually go <laughs> to the horses? <laughs> um but uh, the other day when we had a two-hour <laughs> body awareness session. <laughs> she sits uh, with a sigh. <laughs> <laughs> My mind thinks, still thinks it's like, wow. Uh, I was actually enjoying every second of it. Mm. It was like this this deep uh, peace of, of actually being connected in, in my body. And one of my other teachers calls uh, being being alive and being in the body should feel like effortless ecstasy. I know, right? Uh. Uh, and that was totally it, uh, how it felt. It was like this pure joy of just moving and being and feeling. Mm. And it's like every cell in my body was just jumping around with joy and also with stillness, but being ready to do something like electrified. Mm. It was like s- pure bliss. Mm. And and I get now, <laughs> after quite <laughs> some time, <laughs> why Nora and, and so many other people spend such a great deal emphasis on on the body and and being in the body it's Mm. it's such a nice place to be Mm. and and by that uh, i can understand that that sounds a bit funny because how are we not in the body of course we're in the body we're we're sitting here alive uh but but me and many other people will spend a lot of time in our mind maybe being like in the head and neck and then the rest of the things are just like working but we're not like in it feeling it we're not grounded huh Mm -hmm. Mm. yes and and because of a lot of things, but m- mostly emotional stuff that makes us be uh, feeling some emotions we don't we don't want to feel, and so we leave our body. We mm. kind of disconnect and and we mm. stay in our mind and think that okay, I can just continue on and and be like doing stuff and 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 not <sighs> feel, mm. um, 
which in the long run uh, is not so so great for us. So uh, having someone, as many people around me now, pointing this out <laughs> in different ways and different techniques has really uh, sunk in how being in body is actually the safest place to be. Mm. It's actually the most enjoyable place to be. Yeah. And from there, there's so much space to yeah, just experience effortless ecstasy. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's nice. <laughs> Quite I nice. I really hope that everyone that that listens to this and understands Swedish also listens to episode number 13 about pain. Because mm? I think those these two episodes will tie together pretty nicely. Yes. Uh, like you said now about the safest place to be. Mm. For a lot of people, I think being in the body feels really unsafe. Mm. But learning to to realize that it can be safe mm. will will help a lot and and not only like wash away all the bad stuff oh yeah but mm. lead to all these juicy stuff that you're mm. talking about mm. <laughs> so yeah the juiciness is in the end so stick to it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's coming it's coming <laughs> <laughs> okay so what has happened in your horse life i know that you do some really exciting um communication with your one horse <laughs> i do i do it's probably it looks like washing paint dry for sure but there's a lot of internal stuff going on there i my youngest horse my mare has been off for a long time mm-hmm. and basically we're just gently gently starting experiment es- experimenting and exploring things and she, because she hasn't done anything for over a year mm. and my my highlight with this is even on the days where we don't necessarily get a lot done, like I might not be riding, mm. the calmness she brings, the lightness, the the softness, the connection between us, there's, there's so many great things that we bring to the table and to the meeting that I might not have recognized before where the emphasis would be more on doing and we will come more into this mm-hmm. during this podcast but um i i i i really thought about this the other day that even if and also even when i'm riding her walk is softer her her whole her whole body is softer mm. and 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 then i hadn't even been to this clinic so <laughs> uh so it but it really really is nice i i'm so happy that that we can start fresh uh having these qualities with us and i'm super excited to see where it can lead yes hmm. so horsey stuff for you well yes my my uh, horse story actually starts with a human wow <laughs> <laughs> a human uh, pretending to be a horse oh <laughs> So so in, in one of the last days with Nora, uh, we did some simulations where Nora played a horse mm. and I would be myself trying to communicate with the horse. Uh, and and those exercises, I know you do quite a lot with your students too, and they're always eye-opening. Mm. Uh, and, and having a very sensitive and communicative, hor- communicative horse as Nora, mm. uh, it was super uh, eye-opening. Uh, so... I connected with her and and I, I energy wise asked her to to start walking and everything was nice and cozy and loving and <laughs> um, connected uh, and then I started to feel like okay so so now I want to I want us to trust I want her to trust she was uh, she was in liberty <laughs> <laughs> going around me okay. um, 
And so I started to think about Trot, and uh, and and she started to like glance at me and and like uh, keeping an eye on me in in a more tense way. Mm-hmm. And she was like going around and not really wanting to. Uh, follow the track anymore she was mm-hmm. kind of like her her um, behind sticking out and like uh, and she she said said to me i feel like you you want something uh but i'm also feeling like uh i i it makes me tense mm. uh so so we talked about um what happened there and uh what happened is what i usually do when i get too much into the doing mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh i lose track of the being which mm-hmm. we will also talk about more with Nora later uh, and and when I go into the the doing, I I lose track of the relationship or the communication. Uh, so I kind of like lost her and just thought about. I I still thought about her trotting, but I lost like the her. The her. The yes, <laughs> uh, totally. <laughs> if that <laughs> makes any sense. Uh, sorry if not. Um, so so we did it again, and I I just like kept my my view and heart open to her and and communicative. Uh, and then I I started to imagine her trotting and she described it described it as this time it felt like this energy just pulsating up her spine and just like oh i want to trot because the sun is so with me and we're doing this together this is going to be so much fun Mm. and i was like whoa what (laughs) a difference (laughs) (laughs) so uh the beauty in this is today i i brought my horse to to a clinic uh, with her uh and i got the chance to experience this live uh and we've never uh, trained at these walk trot transitions uh, from the ground. No, uh, mm. exactly. Mm. He was he was on the ground and, and he was on the ground. <laughs> so <laughs> I was so was the sun. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting tired now. It's yeah. been a long day, long week. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> so yes, we were both on the ground uh, and and uh, we were we were he was walking um, and I was walking and and I I was with him and I just thought about trot. And he trotted. It's the most beautiful trot, most beautiful transition. Yes, mm. and it was like pure magic. Mm. And I'm, I'm so immensely grateful for for this insight. And oh, I can, I should keep the connection and and also keep the thought of what we could do together. Mm. And when I com- can combine them, it's it is nice. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think. Yeah, we will talk more about that. Obviously, as you can understand, we have already spoken to Nora, so you will hear that interview in a second. But that it's really so nice that we get to um, sort of celebrate the, the being and, and all this inner peace that we want and the, the calmness in ourselves and in our horses. Mm. But at the same time say, but we're ambitious. Like, yeah. we want to do stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We we want to go places we want to see things we want to do things together mm. we want to see how far we can come mm. and we can do both of those things yes. and and we should bo- do both yes, of those things for both of sake, sakes yeah. and yeah. for for the in this instance he he will learn more about his body and become stronger and will help him hem, help him in many ways so yeah. yes nice mm. okay so Yes, maybe we should mention where we are. Mm-hmm. We're at Stalhaveng. Yes. Um in Outside Sweden. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um so we're here for the clinic and you will now get to listen to an interview with Nora Enquist and uh we'll just let Susanna introduce her. Okay, so now it's time for our special guest in this episode. One of my teachers and favorite inspirations, Nora Enquist, who are uh, hosting a clinic this we- weekend that Tina and I are participating in. And we got this very pleasure of 
having you in our podcast and uh, have to have some time with you to take um, your wisdom into this. And I'm very happy about that. Welcome. Thank you very much. Um, so we've been enjoying your company for a couple of days here now. And uh, for people who haven't heard anything about you, it would be really nice to hear uh, what's your vision and mission when you're out in the horse world spreading your knowledge? Yes, um, I think the biggest vision or the mission is to show people, first of all, how beautiful and sensitive they are and to show how beautiful and sensitive horses are. They are such creations of life, such sensitive and sincere, if they have had the chance to be their sincere, pure self. And also to empower both people and horses to be connected with their own self, because we have so much wisdom in our bodies, they have so much wisdom in their bodies. When we are connected to the to the intuition and to another way of being, like even moving from a from a way of lightness and what I call body wisdom, then we can feel so whole. Life is such a rich, uh, rich gift to all of us when we can be in touch with our deep self and our true self and be authentic and express ourselves authentically and explore and uh, look for our own mission. What am I? there to do what can i what what do i have to give to the world because we are all somehow happy when we can also give and and shine our strength to others so i think my biggest i have to even say think because it's mm -hmm. so so um pouring out of me but that is very essential i it's th it makes me absolutely want to keep going in the world it's not a work it's it's like like f like a river flowing, mm. wanting to show, look, uh, you are all such beautiful beings, mm. and and if we are allowing the horses to to really say, they are not judging, they are guiding their people to be true themselves. Okay. So that's my ultimate motivation. That's very beautifully put, and that also uh, brings into words the the feeling that's in this clinic and, and the other ones that I've uh, been in, that there's so much uh, love and so much openness that people and horses are free to express their true nature. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about that body wisdom that you spoke about? Yes, body wisdom is such an interesting subject. Um, we have a lot of wisdom in our body, but we have also have a way of carrying our body which is connected to the groundedness and to the deeper muscles where the all the muscles that our mind is activating and keeping busy are relaxed so we easily activate our hurrying and stress and i'm not quite enough i need to be more muscles and then that creates a lot of unnecessary tension and it creates a lot of busyness in our mind mm -hmm. and then we start to move in a way that we think just is the only way and that creates stiffness, even more stiffness, which again creates more anxiety and more, it's, a, it's, mm. it's that kind of wheel which sort of leads itself. And we often have an idea that to be calm, we need to go to an empty room or it needs to be a holiday and sun needs to shine and mm. everything, all the jobs need to have 
been done and only then we can be calm. But I really think we can find this inner calmness and this uh, wise way of connecting to ourselves, breathing. So breathing is very essential, that we are breathing to the belly and to the whole uh, deeper self of us. And then moving from there, even doing daily activities, even being in a hurry, mm. <laughs> but mm. staying connected with our belly, with our relaxed shoulders, relaxing our jaw and saying, I am enough even I'm in a hurry. Mm -hmm. And I am enough even I do need to <laughs> uh, work a bit more now to make everything done. But still, this this moment itself is valuable. I'm living here now and not already running to number B with all my muscles tensed. Yeah. I value this moment. And then we it activates different muscles in our body. And that's one of uh, one key ingredient I got from my very first encounter with you. Uh, speaking of being in a hurry and still being enough, uh, you said that one one beautiful way to connect with a horse would be to to stand in front of it and and just connect with your breath and your heartbeat and say, okay, so this is my breath and this is my heartbeat and mm. it might not be perfect, mm. uh, but this is who I am at the moment and and I'm open. Yes. Uh, and just by uh, by giving that to the horse and being aware, I think that brings brings uh, more openness into the communication horses don't want us to be perfect or they don't need us to be perfect let's say, let's say like this uh, we are all doing our best every moment that's my really my sincere belief we are all doing our best with the tools we've been giving and some some of us we get less tools uh, in our earlier life and then we are easily being judged later by not being able to do this or that uh, because we just didn't know how to. What horses and us people actually love is openness and being absolutely open about, okay, I'm a bit nervous, mm. I don't exactly know, mm. but here I am and I'm connecting to my calmness and to my wisdom as much as I can. Mm. And that's, that's all I, I can get. And horses say, that's so enough, that's so very enough. Thank you for being open, congruent, not trying to hide something or uh, making me feel guilty mm. because you are nervous, but just absolutely dropping the shoulders and saying, I do my best. And that's what leaders do also. Leaders are also in the horse world, horse leaders. They can be worried about th some things. They should be worried about sometimes. They are not like, oh, there's never lions. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. never any danger. Mm. They can also feel a bit like, oh, okay, but it's okay, I'm connected with my calmness and I'm dealing with the best I can and now we can all relax. I feel safe again. Mm. And today, from the experience of watching the, the different equipages, I don't know <laughs> if it's an English word, we could really see uh, um, the effects of when the person could find the relaxation, for example, it immediately transferred into the horses. Why would you say that is so there with the horses horses are indeed they don't have words mm. so body language is their language so they have all these little nuances or however that real english word is and they have these subtleties and uh, in the horse world the real calm being is the one who says you can trust me because I really know it's okay. Mm. And the real leaders are leading with their calmness, they are leading with their awareness. So horses are very used to 
speaking with this, oh, there's a reason to tense up, somebody's tensing up, okay, oh, everybody alert, or no, we can all soften our breathing and everything feels safe, so we can do that. So even from the, just from a very primitive point of view, it's the ultimate survival. If somebody tenses up, everybody tenses up, mm. is there a reason to run? Mm. Oh, okay, our, especially the ones we are learned to trust, they are uh, lowering their shoulders or they are mm. lowering their head, mm. it's all okay. Mm. And then it's not only this, they have then created a much more subtle emotional language based on this principle. Mm. The the biggest thing that just hit home for me, I, the, really one of the first things you said yesterday, was the necessity of having sort of calmness within work and, and uh, inner peace within Karamba. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I really, really like that. And even mm -hmm. the, the line you drew that sometimes we think that either we are just um, in the now, mm, in the being. being, or we're doing things. Mm. Uh, for me, it was really, it really hit home that we need to have the inner peace and the being mm. in the doing. And that's, yeah, could you please um, elaborate a little bit more on that? Mm. It's actually a lot to do with the body wisdom. It's a lot to do with the wisdom in overall that it's so easy to go into polarities mind thinks polarities mind thinks it's either this or it's either that either i'm allowed to relax and i don't have to be aware of anything or i need to stress and i need to run around until again i'm allowed to relax and nothing has to be done so this is very typical for mind it's things linear mm. or it thinks when i now start practicing it goes in a linear mm -mm -mm <laughs> until one day i'm there yeah but nature never goes like it. Mm. Nature just doesn't work like this. And uh, it's wisdom again. Wisdom doesn't work like this. So to really um, have that, like the soulful, really having a soulful way of being with the horse, then it means that the being and the listening to the horse, celebrating everything, uh, having this relaxed, heart open moment should not go away mm. ever. Mm. It should follow whatever we do. And sometimes people think we shouldn't do anything because they only have experiences that we leave that space. Mm. We leave the space of open-heartedness and we only start to demand. Mm. But that's only the mind. So if the, s if the heart says, well, you are already enough, but I still celebrate growth and I celebrate moving and I celebrate learning and it's insp inspiring and cre creative to explore and find new ways of expressing but I'm happy anyway mm. and I'm happy with you anyway and you are enough anyway mm. but let's let's just expand this awareness together then we are not in this I need to leave this good-hearted space to mm. get somewhere otherwise we are nothing so mm. it's again that I'm not enough or you are not enough and to go to to go to this wholeness where the good heartedness is in even when we are asking the horse to move or we are creating some structure uh, then it's not so much if the if we are demanding the horse it's having a dance together mm. both developing together exploring finding out mm. and then there's all the being is in the doing mm. and then also just being like really in the linear way just being 
would also kill the movement, mm. the growth, the mm. development, the awareness. Mm. And nature is always developing and moving and growing. Mm. It's But life, no? It's life. Mm. But mm. it's not moving like I'm not enough. I have to get summer because f- spring wasn't enough. Mm. It celebrates the spring and then it celebrates the summer mm. and then it celebrates the autumn, mm. etc. Beautifully put. Yeah, so if if someone were to listen to this and get inspired and and if you like as we hope everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> um and they're, think- they're thinking and feeling like this this is something I want. Mm. Um where where could one start? What where would be uh, a starting point or what mm. can one do? Well, everybody, at least all horse people, they want to have a deep connection with their horse and they want to have a heartful connection and Really, this where both celebrate each other, and again, they they easily think, "What shall I do?" Mm. Mm-hmm. But that's already <laughs> the the starting yes. point. It's not just what shall I do; mm. it's who can I be, mm. and what can I do with this being mm. that we are finding each other with the horse. So this way, connecting with the horse starts from us learning another way of being. And the being doesn't only mean sitting with the horse and doing nothing. Mm. It means all forms. Yes. It means being and doing less or doing and being a lot, you know, and however it is. But it's the it's the way. So instead of thinking, what shall I do to create it? Or what shall I ask my, should I ask or shouldn't I ask? How can I be? So that I really hear my horse. Mm. How can I be that I hear myself? Mm. So when we start to hear ourselves, then our horse can hear us. Mm. And then we can start to hear the horse. So it's a lot about starting to hear ourselves. Be in the space where I am enough. How do I breathe? How does the horse breathe? What do I like? What does the horse like? Maybe I don't know. Can I rest in not knowing? (laughs) Can I rest in... Figuring out, hmm, having my senses open, feeling, enjoying that moment, maybe exploring something, but not thinking that will be the answer. It's never the answer itself. Even if you would for a moment enjoy a dance, the dance is not it. Mm. It is where we're meeting in the dance Mm. or where we're meeting in the not dancing. Mm. So it's a lot about learning to, first of all, calm some modern... I need to be here and there and I need to be everywhere down to yes I'm happy now or I'm ready to be happy now or I'm open now I rest now mm. and can I rest with my horse and the horse can start to say things to us and I know it's sort of the easiest and the most difficult thing at the same time mm-hmm. but it's still after every tip I do to the people it's still it yeah And is that also why body awareness is such a, a big part of your clinics? Um. Yes, that's mm. a very important part. Because it's always nice to see when I talk about body awareness, people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And when they experience body awareness, they mm. are like, my goodness, mm. this is it. I have to admit, I've um, met you and been to clinics like five times and we spent quite a few hours on body awareness every time and and this last time was the first time I actually really enjoyed every minute of it mm. otherwise it would be sometime around like an hour into it I would be like okay so when is horse time <laughs> when is the good stuff <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, and now this is like 
wow, being in the body mm. and actually really being there in every cell. And mm. it's so pleasant mm. and it's so like joyful to just move and breathe and be. And it's like, wow. Mm -hmm. So it took a while. <laughs> it took a while for me also. So uh, when I was uh, having teachers who especially didn't even do so much necessarily movements, it was really a lot about learning to be present and doing some things. And I sometimes we had our eyes closed and I was sometimes opening my eyes and looking at the <laughs> others like yes. do they do they or enjoy it or are they all like can we stop already <laughs> oh there are a lot of people still enjoy okay and I close my eyes and and I I've never been like a completely restless you know I've been really a nature person a soulful person but it's it's also for me I always thought that it's it still is not it mm. that the it will be found with the horses yes. and that's what I see with my students and I keep patiently guiding them in the body <laughs> awareness and exploring and they all ex uh, experience the same thing and they more and more realize it will be found more mm. and more in the body awareness and then we can practice that it more with horses and of course there are technical things and there are the interaction and the whole beauty it's not just it it's not only our own body awareness done with horses it's a communication it's so much understanding the other being loving the other being hearing the other being but still it's so much about us landing on our body where we can communicate in a completely another way and find this life is good now mm. because our body is in a melody with the with mm. ourselves and with the surrounding and then we can so much deeper rest in what is mm. beautiful uh, and obviously i can understand i'm now talking to all you listeners if you when when listening to this it can be pretty hard to grasp i'm sure mm. and even some some times during today and yesterday it was hard to grasp being here watching mm. uh, for me though i trained as a craniosacral therapist for mm. horses and i see quite a lot of similarities especially when the things when you say listen to yourself and listen to the horse there's this not very easy to explain mm. way of teaching how mm. to listen mm. but since you recommended craniosacral therapy would would you say that there is bridges, bridges yeah bridges good word absolutely i think the reason why it's so difficult in overall for us to explain uh, what this work is about and and sometimes people often say they are so impressed by the clinics but they are like but I don't know how to explain this mm. and then it can sound like magic or you know something very strange but the thing is only that we have um, we have started to live or the modern life is so much living in what is what do our eyes clearly see? Mm, and mm. what is the clear body language? And mm. even if we are breathing all high, well, is the person smiling <laughs> or is it not yeah. smiling? Yeah, and yeah. ignore the rest. Mm. Just what is the fundamental? And okay, everybody is stressed, but what is the on top? Is it still okay or is it not okay? So mm. we, have we have learned to ignore a lot of very subtle body languages, mm. which in the end are nothing magical. It's just something we are not we have not anymore learned to tune into. Mm, mm. And then suddenly we are here tuning into the subtle languages again. And everybody are like, oh yes, of course. But it doesn't, let's say, it's not the most exciting thing for the ego. Mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. ego wants to kind of, well, mm. just ignore the subtleties and let teach me just a trick mm. to do this mm. and this and this and mm. then magic will happen. Yeah. And to understand that the magic is there and I'm not only asking people to meditate and let go of everything. No, I, mm. I also love, I'm a salsa dancer and I love to travel and explore and, and have inspiration and I love to, you know, dance with horses and have uh, all kind of things, but it still needs to be tuned in mm. to the subtleties and, and allow the space for the non not exciting things mm. to speak, to be and to tune in to really what is, to want to feel that this horse really, for example, has uh, a block somewhere in a subtle place mm. that really limits the self-expression. So it's very important that we want to hear it and we value it mm. as lead, at least as much and we, as we value something which is exciting yeah. and more fiery. Mm. So we don't have to value that over the fire, mm. but we must not value the fire over the, the, what is there and what is really right now, the message of the soul or the message of the... Of the um, sensitive being mm. and I think we would all be very happy if we could live in this way that all our subtleties not the drama not the chaos and the drama not the emotional drama but the real subtleties in our being mm. would be important mm. and we could tune in and when somebody says how are you it's not either I'm fine or all the drama mm. but it could be this even with the body language allowing us to be who we are mm. so Mm. That's the sort of difficult to grasp, but at, at the same time, when we just land back on these subtleties, like, of course, yeah. so then cranial sacral and everything, this very subtle language becomes naturally part of the healing mm. and taking care and opening up the subtle language. Mm. We were speaking to one of the participants with horses during the lunch, and, and she said, now that I understand why he's acting this way, I look at it completely different. Mm -hmm. I will handle it completely mm -hmm. different. And it's just like you were able to give her something that in in sort of one sentence just mm -hmm. changed everything. Yes. And that's pretty amazing. Mm. Mm. And it's so lovely to do. And I I value, I used to say that I value understanding at least as high as love. Mm. Because, I mean, love is everything to me. It's it's basically the fundamental feelings are love or fear. Yeah. And even yeah. love or the fear of not being loved. Yeah. You know, of being separate of love. Yeah. So yeah. those are the fundamental emotions. But if we think about somebody loving or saying, I love you, but not understanding or having the openness to truly understand, mm. how would that kind of love feel like? Mm. In the long term, it's... It's not so easy. And if somebody would say, I really understand you, or I'm so heart open wanting to understand you, how does that feel? Like love. <laughs> like love. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So in a way, actually understanding or absolutely wanting to understand is a big, great, high form of love. Because you also talk about uh, meeting and meeting the horse and really meeting each other. Mm. And, and that feels like... Uh, from the viewpoint point of understanding, that would be more of a true meeting. That's exactly right. Yeah. Or having the space to understand. 
So sometimes some horses don't immediately speak. Mm. They don't tell who they are because they never learned to or they were punished yes. from doing it. And sometimes it's the same with people. Mm. They don't really know how totally. to how to be there because they were punished maybe long, long time earlier. And whenever they were just pleasing somebody's ideas, that's where they get their reward from. Yeah. But it's like creating at least a space of, well, I really would like to understand. Mm. And in the very beginning, I did not always understand. Maybe mm. I missed a lot of cues. I definitely missed a lot of cues compared to what I see now. Yes. And probably in few years, mm. I will again yes. uh, see more. But if we are there saying, I'm really, I'm so willing to understand. Mm. And I try to read this subtle language and be there with not only with my agenda. So I might come with uh, ideas because horses also love that we come with ideas and not only be there uh, emptily saying, okay, tell me something <laughs> about you. Yeah. They say, well, tell, you s <laughs> tell me something about you also. <laughs> so it's this daring to come to this space of meeting and yeah. really both wanting to understand each other and meet in this way and also allowing the other one to guide the other one to understand more. And us valuing, like, oh, great that you told me, instead of, no, you should act like I want to. Mm. And that's a real meeting in the human world, in the horse world, in basically any world. Yes. Wow. Exactly. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to share or spread once that you're on here? I always have so much <laughs> to <laughs> so much to share and so much I would love to love to give um, to everybody but um, maybe something is to say to about this empowering mm -hmm. uh, empowering is so much an empowering expression mm -hmm. expression so in our society we are indeed somehow we get a lot of ideas how we should be and how we should act and what is the good person and what is the not so good person and what is the good horse and what is the not so not so good horse yeah. and i would really love to well also then we have experiences of people who don't care at all about you know and and we can feel like people called crazy and some people really aren't that grounded they can be non-grounded and then act like they don't care at all they can like walk naked at the street and sing you know songs and i don't say they shouldn't do it but i don't say that is what i mean mm -hmm. so i don't actually i sort of say it's not indeed what i mean um, so empowering still can be having this structure a little bit like okay let's let's together decide that there are some nice ways to d respect in a meeting. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay that we are not completely free doing whatever. Because it's nice in the society or in a community or in a family group that some things, everybody can trust that nobody starts to suddenly shout or uh, people don't just suddenly leave and not care about the other one. So somehow togetherness is caring. But that caring shouldn't mean that we get an idea, a limiting idea, how you should be. Mm. So that we are allowed to start to really be in front of each, each other. This sensitive being with all our subtle body language, expressing what we really feel, even expressing 
that I'm not really sure what I feel or I'm not really sure how I feel or I'm not really completely confident or non-confident mm. that it's a little bit both and I'm finding out and I'm uh, a little bit insecure about this situation but at the same time I trust the process and that we would encourage each other to activate this kind of language again of expressing who we are that has so much to do with finding connection with each other and with the horses that we allow ourselves not be ready and think I'm perfect or I'm imperfect. Mm. Like we wouldn't say to a child, you are imperfect because you can't walk yet. <laughs> or when they are walking, but you don't walk as well <laughs> as somebody else already. The child is perfect in every state of mm. the development. And if we can think that as an adult that haven't stopped, mm. we are still in a different processes of development and we are doing our best and let's celebrate that best which comes from empowering ourselves to really not only express insecurities, also what do I really like? Allow yourself to explore what do I really like mm. while you are also respecting the togetherness with others. Mm. That we are allowing all the others also find out what do they like. And we can have this communication based on understanding try or trying to understand or saying, I would like to understand. If somebody behaves in a way that a little bit makes us like, I don't get it. Instead of getting upset, go and say, I really, I don't understand. I would really like to understand. There mm. must be something I don't understand here. And then empower yourself in celebrating life. Mm. Life is such a gift. So really every moment, even some rainy days or some doubtful moments, they can have a diamond for us. They can really give us, they can even teach us to just take a, take a cozy day mm. and, and enjoy that, mm. relax all the, uh, enjoy all the colors, also the relaxa relaxation and the, the energy. So that's really what I want to say. Empower yourself and not only in a, uh, in a way of I need to just go for my dreams, empower in all levels, mm. expressing all the colors of yourself and allow yourself to celebrate. I think that's a really beautiful way of ending this. I, I really don't yeah. have anything else to add. Oh, yeah. And I hope that for every one of you out there listening, just take a moment and let that sink in. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on this podcast. And really, I... I'm really so looking forward to tomorrow because we have another day with you. So thank you very much, Nora. Thank you very much for doing such good work. You have been listening to Hest och Ryttare, a podcast with Susanna and Tina. Please join in on the discussions with us and our listeners, if you like what you heard, or you didn't, uh, by searching for that name on Facebook. And if that Swedish name is difficult for you, just try searching podcast Susanna, Tina, and we hope you find us. We love to hear from you. Thank you.
Is in the sun. I was supposed to get.